What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameovers, episode 163 for Thursday, November 30th. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick here. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my balls it's what's for dinner i don't know i didn't come up with something <laughs> this morning <laughs> um jokes aside we have not a lot to talk about not a lot really happened i'm not gonna lie but still it'll be fun to talk about some games i played a cool little mobile game that i wasn't expecting to like be super into so i'm gonna talk about that here on the show in a little bit but let's start where you always start now tell people what you've been playing i played an irresponsible amount of diablo 4 Okay, when you say irresponsible amount, like... Um, well, they had a week-long event that was 35% bonus XP and 35% gold. And they did that for a week, and I took full advantage of that. (laughs) Oh, I was not here for that. I was doing shit. I've, uh, I've unlocked the... Uh, I've unlocked torment difficulty. I'm low. I'm now level ninety. I've oh, shit. completed the battle pass. I completely finished it. <laughs> yes. Jesus. All right. I finished all of the uh, seasonal like hunter shit. Uh, I've pretty much I've pretty much completed the game aside from killing like Uber Lilith. I think is the next move. So. Um and like maxing out my character to one hundred, so I haven't played it in like almost two weeks because uh, I was having a time, man. I got a kid. My brother yeah. was in town for the holidays, and then I got my in laws coming in, so I, I will probably won't have time to play it for a while. Yeah, people people talking about people talking about these these game awards snubs specifically. Starfield is the one that comes in the question the most. And I'm like, right. dude, there's like okay. hundreds of games this year that I would put before Starfield. Like, Here's the even... problem with Starfield. It does a lot of shit. It does like a, a million things. But it doesn't do all those things better than the contemporaries, right? Like, yeah, it's got space travel. It's not as good as No Man's Sky. It's got an open world. that's not as good as like literally any open world game that's ever come out ever. It's got shooting that's not as good as like any of the other shooters that have come out this year. It's got RPG systems that aren't as good as like any other RPGs that have come out this year. Like, yeah. why did me for this to turn into? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, sorry, but I can't, I can't talk about Starfield <laughs> without like going into a rant. Um, I was just trying to say that like Diablo it would come before Starfield in a yeah, absolutely in a game of the year convo. Uh, this would come first, I think, because it's okay, it is Phantom an incredible Liberty game. Would come before Starfield for me, if I'm being totally blunt. Like, yeah, I don't know if they would do that because it's a DLC, but yes, I would agree with that. It's yeah. So, but even like Remnant, like Remnant just dropped on Game Pass, and people are talking about that as if it's game of the year contending. Like lies of P, people are talking about that, but I'm talking about I'm talking about Diablo though, and yeah. Diablo Four is just it's an incredible game. Like they it made is. it, there's a couple missteps here and there, but they are continuing to work on it, and it's gotten significantly better, significantly better since launch. Yeah, um, I think like every season is gonna just be better than the last one. Yeah. Is what it's it's trending towards right now. Yeah, which is fine with me because when I got Diablo three, like I basically played played for the seasonal content. Like, yeah, I would take breaks from it until the next season came out, and then play with that until I got burnt out or I finished it, and then I would just wait till the next one. And yeah, I think the thing that I think why I'm so connected to it is because I'm not following any of those broken ass fucking OP build guides. Yeah. Uh. I created, I straight up made my own fucking build and the the satisfaction you get from seeing your build through to the end game 
is incredibly satisfying. Like you just don't yeah. get, I I don't get that. The only time I got that was from Path of Exile. But the thing yeah. about Path of Exile is if your build is fucked up, then you're fucked. Like there's a wrong way to do it in Path of Exile. And you don't find that out until you've wasted your time and gotten to the end or like close to the end game. Yeah. But in Diablo, I feel like they make it so much easier to like adjust your shit. But they also give you the like they give you everything you need to make a build viable to yeah. where you didn't even you can kind of just stumble into some shit. And when you combine it with the seasonal shit, like the seasonal shit makes other builds viable as well that you didn't think of. So I stumbled into this thing where like my attack speed was very significant to making my build come together where there's a Talk new Diablo or Path of Exile? Diablo. Okay. Diablo. Where my my basic attack has a chance of triggering um any of my other skills, my lightning based okay. skills. And so if I'm attacking very quickly, then it has a much higher chance of triggering some shit. And whenever any of my other skills trigger, anything that can tr that can trigger off of the other skills will still trigger. So like if I have a if I have stun that triggers off of a cooldown, if I use a cooldown skill, if I use a basic attack and it triggers one of my other attacks that happen to be a cooldown attack, it triggers a thing that makes everything around me stun. And then I have other stuff that like I do like critical damage when things are stunned and shit like that. I have so much shit that triggers off of other shit just from using my basic attack that I just started boosting my attack speed and it just there's just shit flying out. Like all of my other skills get triggered just from using my basic attack. So I don't even need to hit any of my my skills anymore. I just use my basic attack and then just doing that makes me attack faster the more I do it and all this other shit is getting triggered off of that and it's just like a chain reaction of just shit just all this shit just triggering only from using my basic attack it was the most like satisfying once i stumbled into that i was like holy shit i've 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 really found something here and then you can really build into that the game's just so good at yeah, um letting you do what what feels right <laughs> and and letting you build yeah. into it yeah, it's good at making you, letting you just kind of stumble into what feels good, even though there are, like, you know, those broken builds you could find online. Like, the game's not bad at just letting you just figure shit out. Yeah. And it's it's so satisfying to play, too, because, like, I, I've said this before about Diablo 3, and even Diablo 2 to an extent, but shit dies so good in that game. Like, yeah. it feels good to kill shit. It feels really fucking good to kill shit. Yeah, the game's just constant dopamine, just, just, just constant. Just it, it feeds through. You kill shit, it feels good. You get XP, it feels good. You run missions, you finish quests, you finish um, whispers for the tree, and you get better equipment to do it more efficiently, and that feels really fucking good. It's just a constant feedback loop of just dopamine. I love it. <laughs> I yeah, love it. and that was the thing. Like every time I ran into another sorcerer character, they were using the broken fucking build. They were using yeah. you know, the the ball lightning, and it's rotating around you, and everything's just fucking dying. And I was like, "Well, that's a good, that's a broken ass build. They're killing everything in one shot." But you know, I don't like I don't get any satisfaction from that because it's not something that I have any connection to. Like mm -hmm. having 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 done this build completely on my own. It's so much more satisfying to me. Yeah. And, and I hear you. I can see the appeal of it. That's how I played when I first started playing Diablo. But with every season that came out, with Diablo 3 especially, I was like, what's the fastest like way to get through the seasonal content? Like, what's the fastest way to get me to like that level where I'm just like killing shit? <laughs> yeah. Um I'm still there's still I'm still unsatisfied with the loot the way the loot yeah. drops is like bullshit because once you hit a certain level certain loot is just completely fucking useless <laughs> and it still yeah. drops that loot so whenever you see it and then whenever it's like a legendary it'll throw it in your box even though it's like trash loot because you, you already know like if it's a sacred item yeah. 
you already know that you're never you can't you're not gonna use that shit because it's not yeah useful to your level you want like the ancestral shit by the time you get to like yeah. 70 or whatever and it still drops the sacred shit and i'm like get rid of this trap and it'll be like you're there's in a like a filter. hell type what there's a loot filter in the settings you can just like is there anything like the, yeah and you can go on the settings like there's you could just set it to like anything this quality or lower don't even like show it to me oh they must have just added that because that's been a thing <laughs> really i'm like 90 percent sure that's a thing it's a pretty common staple in like these types of games like no but i'm used to like filters that are like only show me things with this affix only show me like because what i wanted to do was this only show me like lightning damage shit or only show me yeah shit that's like as ancestral or like only show me wands don't show me the two-handed weapons um shit like that is what i'm looking for uh like that's that's most games have that level of customization i could have sworn this one just lets you sort like quality i know grim dawn definitely does it yeah i thought diablo does it i usually just don't turn it on because i like to just go through it and like scrap stuff sometimes there's something that doesn't like quite work with what i'm doing i could like take it to the um what is it that vendor and like re-roll some of the aspects on it so yeah i don't turn it on but i'm like 90 percent sure it's like a thing well so you have to turn it on at a certain point because the sacred stuff it will never be there's there's like a level cap to it so it'll never be as good as what you have because you're getting higher level shit so i would like to never see that stuff even the um even like the aspects on them are never they don't get as high as yeah god bless you um, but anyway, often, but thank you. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, um, well, there's cough. also another appeal to it too, because like you could like scrap it at I can't remember the blacksmith and get those like materials to. Yeah, but dude, to, with the with this uh, this season, just fucking gives you so much. Do I have 100 million gold? I have like I have more shit than I would ever need. <laughs> yeah, like I well, also so... went through that like that that like special week event. I didn't even know that was a thing. So yeah, but even without that, like the the loot drops and the the blood hunt, the blood harvest yeah. area, it's just it just gives you so much shit that it's like dude, I maxed out all of the vampire powers. Like I I maxed out fucking everything, dude. <laughs> like everything's maxed out. So. Like that's how bad I've been playing this game. It is so I don't like need to I don't need the, the, the scrap from the stuff that I'm getting like the like it's it's just not it's not gonna give me the stuff that I need at the level I'm at. It's still like dropping. Unless I'm gonna make another character and I can use that stuff on another character, sure. But I don't really play these games like that. I'm usually like a one character kind of guy you're making me want to get back into it i know i shouldn't because once i start i'm not gonna stop like yeah got shit to do the rest of this week yeah i'm i'm tiring of it i'm you know like once i do the content that's there i'm kind of just done so um i don't really have much left to do other than kill uber lilith which i hear is broken as fuck like i hear people have done like hundreds of attempts just to beat it legitimately so uh i'm probably not gonna do that (laughs) uh yeah but um yeah it's a it's a good game man it's a good fucking game so good ass game no i'm gonna get back into it eventually i want to finish the seasonal content before the season's over but i think i have until like how long is the season until i think like january january yeah they're doing some other event in like december 7th i think they're doing another event I'm not sure what it is, but they were they were teasing it on the start screen. So but didn't give any information yeah. on what it was, so I have no idea. Yeah, I got time, so I'm not worried. I'm gonna be able to finish the seasonal content or at least get as far into the season as I want. Yeah. Um, I haven't been playing a lot. Um I put Diablo four in there, but I really haven't played it in like two weeks. <laughs> um one game I did play though that I was super into was uh Wild Wind. It's a mobile game. It's a video game ass video game. Like it's not like some some gotcha free to play bullshit. This is like a video game ass game. It is fucking dope. This so looks good. I, I, yeah. So here's here's the, how the game works. All right. 
it's an endless runner but like not really like you're you're running but you're not like avoiding obstacles or anything so the way it works is that um there's a story here this that the the girl there i don't know if it's like your girlfriend sister whatever but she gets like possessed by this like demon thing and you run through these stages to like help her and the gimmick is your character is constantly moving and you have one form of movement you swipe up or left or right to like dash or jump now if you dash you hit the floor you can dash again it's pretty simple but when you jump you can double jump in the air so by swiping twice but that second swipe it slows down time for a minute and you cut whatever's in that line that you jump through and if you kill an enemy it resets that so you can do it again and so it starts out super simple it's like hey kill these enemies and then the enemies start fighting back enemies have certain gimmicks there's this one enemy that's super clever because it's covered in armor you can't break the armor you have to knock it into another enemy that's also armored to break both their armor so you can get to them and kill them it's so cool every level is like a new gimmick there's this one that's super cool where you're running on water right so now not only do you have to pay attention to the air what's above you enemies can swim from underneath the water oh. and pop up and fuck with you so they got to pay attention to what's underneath you and when they pop up you avoid it you can jump up and kill them it is this game has such a simple concept but it introduces enemies you have to think pretty like you have to think differently for it it's it's really cool how far it stretches this concept out i haven't finished it yet i'm on the last level and I'm having a blast with the dude. Every single stage has some different gimmick that is really clever. And it's so much fun. Like, it's really, really cool seeing how it, how to play through it, how some of these enemies work. It feels like, um, I haven't had, I haven't had a game make me feel like this since like Portal, where it's just as much like a reflex thing as it is a puzzle thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's what it feels like. Every enemy, every interaction is like a puzzle. And if you die, it doesn't take you to the start of the level. It takes you right back to that interaction. So when you kill, like, a wave of enemies, and that second wave introduces some gimmick that you're not used to, it starts you back up at the start of that wave so you can learn that gimmick and get through it. It's, it's how really did you, cool. How did you find this? Because mobile game discovery is difficult. <laughs> To say the least. Um, I think like Apple like recommended it. Oh. It was on Apple Arcade and it was like, hey, here's a game that's similar to other games you played. Nice. And I was like, oh, this looks cool. Let's check it out. And I saw the trailer for it. I was like, oh, this looks neat. And I started playing it. And I'm like, this is like cool. This is a video game ass game. This is a game with a beginning, middle and end that you're going to play through. You're going to finish and you're probably not going to pick it up again. But it's it's got such a cool system that once you get through it it's gonna it's it's satisfying to play through because it's not trying to like be this game you play forever you know it's got very careful designs to its interactions to its levels very intentional designs that you need to like really play through and it's it's very memorable for it i love it that's awesome. It's crazy that Apple is leading the charge on mobile game curation because it's it, it's taken them a while. Like in the time that it took them to get to this point, you know, Android's been, uh, you know, they've already had like controllers, like full controller support and shit like that. And Apple, it took it a long time to get there, but they're i guess they're there now like this is it's really cool that they're um highlighting games like this yeah dude it was it's a lot of fun like i said i haven't finished it yet but i'm i'm liking it it's not a long game like i think once you like learn how to get through you can probably get through it really quickly but the fun is like okay how the fuck do i get through this like yeah. using your move set the rules of the game like how do i get through this and it's it's really really cool does it have controller support do you know uh, I haven't tried it, but I don't think so. Just because oh. the way the game's set up, it's like it's very specific to its like touchscreen usage. So I don't think it would have controller support. Hey, you could do it. They could do you it. You could probably do it, but yeah. Like aim in the direction you want to go, and then maybe hit a button. 
maybe. It's Wild it's, Wind. Yeah, Wild Wind. It's really cool. Check it out. On Apple and <laughs> Android. I would assume it's on Android. Yeah, I haven't checked it, but I would assume it's on Android too. It is. It says um, it is here. Oh, cool. It's super good. Um, I'm also playing. I'm trying to finish Dragon Quest Eleven. <laughs> okay. Because I had this game for. I bought this game like forever ago, and I'm like at the end of it. The game has such a long post game, dude. Jesus Christ. And I was on a long road trip, and I was like, okay, I have some time to like play something to like pass the time. And I'm like, oh, I haven't finished Dragon Quest Eleven yet. When was the last time I played it? And I was like, oh, like last year, November of last year was the last time I played it. Uh, but I'm at like the right at the end of the game. So I've been trying to finish up some of the post game content and finish it up. It's still a good ass game, dude. Like that game is so long and it's really condensed. But it's got a lot of really cool content. It's done. It does a post game. I've never seen other games do before. I don't want to spoil. But it's like it's really cool the way it handles its post game. I've never seen a game do this before. Um, definitely check it out. It's a great game. If you like good JRPGs, it's probably one of the best. Does it do the thing where you said you it was a while and you came back to it? Does it do the thing where it like gives you a um like a recap of what happened previously? So when you come back to it, you're like, oh okay, that's what I was doing. Yeah, story wise it does. It does? Um, a lot of the side yeah, it has like a small recap of like the story stuff you're doing. Nice. And but a lot of the side quest stuff, like yeah, it's not like it's not going to tell you about the side quests you were doing. Um, yeah, because I was I was playing a little bit of Blossom Tales, and it's like a Zelda like it's like a, a Link to the Past, but it does a thing where like if you turn the game off and you come back to it, it'll like do a little recap of what happened, and it'll be like because the the way that game works is like your grandfather is like reading you like a story from a book to like his kids. And, oh, um, so it comes back. It's like, oh, where were we? Oh, right. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Like this, this, and this. That's yeah. cool. I like that. So it's really cute. But um, yeah, I like when RPGs do that because these fucking games are long as shit. So if you yeah. like take a break and you try to come back, you're like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. And this game, this game kind of did that a little bit because like, I was trying to do this. Like, there's a side quest at the end of it where you can get this like legendary equipment. I don't want to spoil it, but you can get, like, the ultimate, like, Sword of Light and, like, the, the previous hero's equipment. You can do all this shit in the game. And I was, like, trying to do all that. And I was like, where the fuck was I in this? So that's the, it doesn't tell you, like, the side quests you were doing, which is a, technically a side quest. There's so much shit to it. It might as well be a main quest, but it is optional. So I was like, how the fuck did I do this again? So I had to, like, kind of look up, like, where I was in that based yeah. on like what I completed so far and I had to do some Googling, but I was able to pick up where I left off for the most part without too much like awkwardness. Yeah. But it's still a good ass game. Like this game does a lot, right? Like I'm, I'm, it's a vanilla ass, like JRPG, but it, it handles those JRPG fundamentals so well. It's like perfectly refined, like that JRPG stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't do a lot that's like super new, but it refines those fundamentals so well that if you're a JRPG fan, you'll probably like this a lot. Yeah. And it's I mean, long as shit. This game's got a lot of content to it. Like I said, there's Jesus Christ, this is a long fucking game. Yeah. They've been making these games for quite some time, so yeah. I would hope that they've honed their craft along the way yeah. and kind of perfected their their thing. Because that, that Dragon Quest, like, has been running longer than Final Fantasy. And I'll give Final Fantasy credit because they've done, they've gotten more creative with how they make those games. Whereas Dragon Quest has just been pretty much straight up Dragon Quest for the most part. I mean, they've evolved, you know, with technology, but not in terms of how they make the games fundamentally. So Yeah, but they, what they do is they refine it. I think yeah. every new game. Yeah. So unlike Pokemon, where it's like the same shit literally every generation, and even the stuff that doesn't work, like they take forever to like take out stuff that doesn't work. Like with Dragon Quest, it seems like every game they refine it a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, and it's yeah, 
like i got into dragon quest 11 like this is like my first like a real dragon quest game i like really really got into i played dragon quest 8 a little bit when it got released on 3ds and that was fun don't get me wrong but like this is like i could see like this feels like it doesn't feel like an old game even though it takes a lot of old gaming like you know staples it doesn't feel old you know what i mean like it's got very modern techniques on it it's got a very refined sense of its identity that it doesn't feel like an old game to play even though it's got those old rpg fundamentals yeah like it's it's really unique in the way it plays well not unique because like it feels familiar but it's it's refined in such a way that it's like it's almost perfected like that formula it's weird because you know when i played remember when i played that um that tales get the last tales of game i forget what the hell tales of rise Rise, yeah um that one almost felt old that one felt old it felt like this game came out in a time where we're we've we're past a lot of the stuff that game was doing I mean, in terms, in terms of like its dungeon design and shit like that, where it was just like straight linear dungeons and ha- hallways and corridors and shit. Um, almost was detriment, but like Dragon Quest, you're saying is it doesn't feel old in that way? Yeah, it's it's really bizarre because like it does a lot of old school fundamentals, right? But it's refined in such a way that it doesn't feel like a slog to play through. Yeah. It's like it feels fresh and familiar at the same time. Like, shout out to Klemps. He's a YouTuber that I, I'm super into. He does a lot of JRPG stuff. And he described Dragon Quest XI as, like, imagine, like, your grandmother's, like, recipe, whatever it is, whether it's, like, chicken soup, mac and cheese, whatever. You know, it's nothing special, but it's something that she's done for so long that when you eat it, it feels like that dish perfected. Yeah. Right? It It doesn't change the formula for, like, mac and cheese or chicken soup or whatever, but it's been refined and perfected over decades that it doesn't get better than that it doesn't do anything new right it doesn't reinvent like how we see mac and cheese but it's perfected that simple recipe is perfected that's what this feels like yeah okay yeah that's a good analogy yeah i wish i could find a way to describe it that was like more (laughs) me (laughs) so i had to steal what he did wholesale but there's really that's the best way to look at it it's like it's nothing new. It's not going to reinvent like how we look at JRPGs. If you're not a fan of turn-based RPGs, it's probably won't change your mind. But if you've played quite a few turn-based RPGs in your day and you play through this, you're going to feel like, okay, this is like that formula, like at its peak. Yeah. It is those fundamentals just perfect. And that's what it feels like. And Again, it's not going to reinvent anything. You're not if you if you don't like turn-based RPGs, it's not going to change your mind. There's no way it's going to change your mind on it. If you don't like those kinds of games, it's not going to do anything for you. But if you do like those kinds of games, this is this is that formula perfected. And it's got some twists in the story that like really caught me off guard, and I wasn't expecting it to happen. Like the game plays itself very straight and very familiar. For the first big chunk of it but that post game does something i i've never seen before in a game like i feel like i feel like i sat through three seasons of a tv show with the way this story plays out mm. like there are three very distinct arcs that play off of each other that i've never felt like i felt like i got to the beginning middle and end of like three different seasons of a show that's all I'm going to say without spoiling it. <laughs> okay. Go play it. It's good as fuck. Um, it's long, though, so fucking buckle up. Um, PlayStation Plus games for December. We got yeah. Lego 2K Drive, Power Wash Simulator, and Sable, all releasing on PS4 and PS5. 
except for Sable. It's just going to be on PS5. Those games will be available Tuesday, December 5th. Um, I haven't played any of these games. Lego 2K Drive looks cool, but... Um, Power Wash Simulator is dope. That's a good yeah. chill game. Uh, it's a multiplayer game, so you can get like friends in and kind of just... Uh, a lot of people have been using it as like a like a Discord simulator. <laughs> like you just oh, yeah. you just get together in Discord and you guys just power wash a house while just chatting and hanging out. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that game's that game's that game's fun just to chill out. It's really it's really calming in that way. Um. Sable's dope. I played a little bit of it. I do believe it's still on Game Pass. Uh, which is where I played a little bit of it. Um, my game's all right. I should play more of it. Now that this has reminded me of its existence. Um, yeah, it's pretty chill. It's not yeah. too... I'll check it out then. Yeah. If it's still like... If it's on Game Pass, I'll check it out. Yeah, I think it I think it launched on Game Pass when it came out. I played a little bit. And I think Power Wash Simulator is also on Game Pass. Still, so um I'll check it out then. I'm like hmm. I don't know why I'm saying that. I've like I've I have so many games I'm like not playing, so <laughs> I know why I'm sitting here. Like I should play this game. I know I'm not gonna have time to play through. Well Power Wash Simulator probably won't take that much time, like out of my day really. It'd be a nice chill game I can just play through. I always like to go through the comments on these uh, posts because this is the PlayStation blog, so there should be a lot of PlayStation fans, you know, just hyping up the the selections here. Yeah. But in the past, in the past few months, there's been a lot of uh, <laughs> negative sentiments for uh, you know they increased the price and did not oh, yeah. increase the quality of games to go along with that price. Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that, yeah. So, yeah, sentiment is not terribly positive, though this is, uh, I don't know, I feel like this is an okay, okay month. I don't know what people are expecting. I mean, I, I guess they are expecting like just a blockbuster fucking like PlayStation hits. Which, yeah, I would also expect that, I suppose. Um, you know, not that these games are terrible. These are pretty good games, but... uh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not gonna, it's not going to convince me to subscribe, so... Yeah, same. I don't think it's really going to convince me to like do anything new or different, but... Yeah. You know, it's good that they're kind of stepping up their offerings a little bit. Know, to keep their existing fans happy yeah i think this will help people maintain subscriptions but i don't think it'll like bring any new subscriptions in um some quickie news beyond good and evil 20th anniversary edition arrives early next year yes so this so this is a remaster of the game it is a remaster now it's a remaster that will feature 4k graphics 60 fps control improvements audio okay. improvements I love, I love auto save that. cross save and um yeah that's about it they're they're retouching the the graphics as well now this game they they leaked a early version an early playable version on the uh, Uplay app, I guess. If you were like a subscription to Ubisoft Connect, they leaked a version that was playable <laughs> in that. So people have uh, people have downloaded that version and looked at it, and it looked like shit. Yeah. It looked like well, absolute a, shit. Well, if it's it, like an early version, like... Yeah, it was an early version, but you, you hope that that's the case, you know? You hope that, you hope that yes, it's an early version and it's unfinished and unpolished. But, um, it was graphically unpolished, but it was playable. <laughs> you know, it was like not, it was not 
like terribly badly optimized or like whatever like it was playable which you know i think i don't know it's it's seemed like yeah you you hope that they fix the the visual aspects of it but um beyond good and evil fantastic game beyond good and evil 2 been in limbo for the past like 20 years i'm of the mind that they should just not do that game even though what they showed of it i was very on board with i was like holy shit like they were they were teasing stuff that you know modern games today are still struggling to do like uh, you know like starfield in terms of like they were doing the whole like you can take off and land on a planet fully seamlessly without loading and shit they were like doing that stuff um like full planet destruction they were doing uh oh, yeah, I remember that. alongside like full jump in jump out co-op multiplayer and they were like showing that stuff they like had demos that were like showing that stuff but like, they were actually doing it uh and it, it looks fucking cool man it just looks fucking cool so you know i i i there's a lot of people were sour on that on the sequel for this but I mean, if they're going to do it, they can do it. But it would not hurt this game if they didn't do it as well. Because the original, still fucking great fucking game, dude. And it has that problem of it being old enough that it's just hard to play now. It's hard to emulate. It's hard to... um, Even the PC releases that are out were from the time before Xbox controller support was mainstream on pc so it didn't really have good controller support Mm -hmm. so this is one of those games that would benefit from a modern release like this to have you know updated controls and shit so um yeah so i would love i would love for this to come out and do well (laughs) uh yeah because it is i hear you it's good to see this game become available for more people to like play through um, so it's, it's cool to see. I've still never played Beyond Good and Evil, so this might be the, the chance for me to try it, finally. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I know you love this game, so. It's fantastic, dude. At least try it. I owe it to you to at least try it, like. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you know, you don't have to on my account. I'm just saying, people... It, this this was one of those like hidden gem games. It was one of those like under the radar games that people just don't. A lot of people talk good about the game, but not a lot of people have actually played it. Yeah, and especially nowadays because it's so hard to go back to. It's never. It's gotten like an HD release on PS3 and 360, but yeah. even then, it still didn't like break out. So, I think this would be a perfect opportunity to modernize it a little bit more because yeah. they're doing more to this version than they, than they did to that HD because that was just a simple upscale but this is more they're actually doing stuff to the game so I'll have to so, check it out I'm excited they're check saying March sure. they're saying around March for this so well I'll check it out for sure then come March so <clears throat> shit excuse me uh killer instinct anniversary edition announced alongside a huge update so those of you who don't know um there are a couple like versions of killer instinct that have come out it's uh still gonna be it's still gonna maintain that free-to-play aspect of it but now with this anniversary edition you can just buy it and get all the characters all the cosmetic content all the xp boosters everything once you buy this anniversary edition and if you got the definitive edition, which came out a couple seasons back, which came with the, the seasonal content up to that point, the anniversary edition is going to have that seasonal content. Everything after that. So, have you been holding out on Killer Instinct for the past, like, what, 10 years? Yeah. Here's your chance to, like, get everything all in one. Are they adding anything to the game, or is um, it just... There's some patch notes to uh, some balancing stuff. Um, the, the link that we have there is going to have everything listed there. Um, I didn't see anything new coming for it except for some balance updates. 
But the game's good as fuck. If you haven't played it yet, it's a good fucking game. Like, it's a really fun fighting game. And it's got a really unique com combo system that's really easy to learn and understand. Yeah. And what I like about the game that it does super well is it's built around that combo system. So when you pull off a combo finisher, it does more damage the longer the combo is. So there's incentive there to, like, keep these combos going and then finish them off. Because if you whiff it, like, right at the end, you're not going to do nearly as much damage if you just kept the combo short and sweet. Yeah. So there's, there's a commitment there not just to, like, keep these combos going, but finish them off. Like or they can hit you with a like a combo breaker. Exactly. And like so turn it around. There's a risk, yeah, there's a risk reward there. Like you can build up this long ass combo, but if you don't finish it, you're not gonna do as much damage if you just kept it short and sweet. So it's pretty neat. I like it. Yeah, I, I have the definitive edition, so I'm excited for this anniversary edition to come out. I don't know when it's coming out, but it's coming out soon. Um it says it's live now. Well, it is live now. There we go, then. I haven't turned on my Xbox in, like, forever, so. Well, it says a lot about Xbox. <laughs> oh. Well, it's not so much about Xbox. It's just, like, I've been busy, man. Like, the holidays have come up. My brother's been in town, uh, so. Yeah. Um, now, I didn't see this video, this next one, The Future of Gaming, Star Engine. Oh, my God, dude. Dude. This shit is perhaps the most impressive thing I've seen from gaming since maybe Nintendo 64. You know, that yeah. jump that jump from 2D to 3D um, was, I feel, the biggest leap in gaming technology. And then since then, they've kind of just been refining that over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and I, for me, this is like the next big, like, holy shit moment. We're, we finally, we finally progressed. This shit is just so fucking incredible. What they're doing with this is the engine that they're using for, I, I guess they're using it for Star Citizen. But I would assume that okay. they would allow other people to license the engine and like make whatever the fuck yeah. they want with it. Because yeah. it does so much shit outside of just being a space sim. Because they really had to think about everything. Like, Star Citizen is a game that is is literally kind of just everything. And it's also like an MMO. So, yeah. it's got so much technology in it that they really have to do everything. Not just like, hey, we're a space sim, so we're going to focus on the space shit. It is when you fucking, it is like they have to like zoom in on the micro scale shit and go, okay, what's like when we zoom in and just have like a spaceship, we need to do that properly as well. So and, this is basically just like Bethesda's creation engine, but like the next level of that. Yeah. It has, it has all this stuff in it, a little bit of everything, space travel, I assume like you know, gunplay, some RPG mechanics, like yeah, money, art, like you yeah, know, merch systems, inventory management. It's got so like they everything. they don't show any of that. They just show the tech. They don't really show. They don't really show you. Look what a game can be in this. It's more like here's technology. Here's the technology. Um, of how a world can exist and not even just a world, just a universe basically can exist at the macro scale. And they just zoom the fuck in at the micro scale and it's all seamless done in engine. They're not doing any trickery. It's one shot. They just a fly through of, it's like fucking incredible, man. I'm like, how the fuck do they do yeah, this? I'm seeing this in like one shot is showing like the galaxy that it's zooming into like ships and, yeah it's like the fire inside the ship like it's wow yeah. this is this is crazy this is all one continuous shot like, and then you can see you can see it building itself as they fly through like it's not like perfect by any stretch because you can see like in the distance as they get closer stuff's generating and popping in and there's a little bit of stutter here and there when they like transition into i don't know when it's like loading or something but you can see that it's it is 
doing processing in real time it's like doing yeah. real time terrain generation as they fly through so yeah. like you can see that shit happening and that's what makes it all the more like convincing like they're not trying to like show it in perfection or anything but it is actually doing the things that it they're saying it's doing like it's generating this shit in real time that's cool um yeah i like this this is cool because my biggest problem with Star with Starfield was like, you know, I had to load everything individually. Like, what's going on inside your ship yeah. isn't like connected to the world outside of your ship. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't want to compare this to other games because this is the most. They got a lot of money to do this. <laughs> More yeah. than they got a lot of time and a lot of money to just do this. So, but I like that they're putting this out because it shows you what Before they've been doing. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like, okay, motherfuckers, you've been doubting us for all this time. Look at what the fuck we've been doing with this. And again, it's that like it's that like Baldur's Gate thing where it's like, yeah, if you give us enough time and you give us enough money, we can do some incredible shit with it. But it takes time and it takes money. It's like, I is it a good, is it a good trade off for it, the time that it takes to do this, and asking money up front to do this and not knowing how that's going to turn out? Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty that goes along with this when you like ask, you know, like Kickstarter money. Exactly. Like this game's been in development for like ten years. So yeah. But on the upside, though. Yeah, all this money, this time's gone developing it. They have the engine now, so... Yeah. You would assume going forward, like, they can pump out content more quickly, right? If the engine's done, if the engine's already together, or any company that wants to, like, license the engine out, you know... Yeah, I would assume... I would assume that's the hardest part, is, like, just creating the engine from scratch... Yeah would be probably the hardest part just getting everything in place when it comes to the engine like yeah. especially when you're making it from scratch exactly so i feel like yeah from from here on it would be it would be faster faster going yeah you would think so but it is just so fucking it is just so impressive man yeah, i this is what i've been waiting like when this like next gen shit happened yeah this is what i was um i mean they've been working on this for a long time before they probably even had the technology to even do it properly yeah um because i remember star citizen was the first game that actually required an ssd so if you think about that before ssds were even mainstream they were the first ones to be like Okay, now we require SSDs. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for this. This is cool. I can't wait to see when this is like all finished. All yeah. Up. Now, again, there's no game here yet, yeah. but I think with what they're doing with Star Citizen, they don't really need to focus on making interesting video game shit. It would kind of be like Sea of Thieves in my imagination, where it'd be more emergent gameplay. Like if they build, if they build the systems they could have just emergent gameplay where all the systems can just interact with each other naturally yeah and they wouldn't really have to build specific scenarios even though they could still do that but because that's the thing that starfield gets is that there's not there's not enough catered content to make all these thousand planets interesting and but i feel like with this they wouldn't have to because they have they have a shitload of systems just yeah. that can interact with each other naturally and you can just have fun gameplay just around that stuff. Um, so yeah. um, what I didn't see from this is like weather simulation. There were, there were no like rain or snow or storms or anything like that. I didn't see. So that's probably one area where they're still working on, but I mean, other than that, they've, I mean, they've just, they've done it. <laughs> So yeah. I'm excited to see like what the next step is here now. Like, yeah, if we like you said, if they get that emergent gameplay, like, the systems work off each other. Ooh, it's gonna be cool, man. Yeah, 
So, um, yeah. Just to bring up Starfield again, because I'm looking at, they've got wind turbines in this. Uh, they have, like, smart generation of things. What I mean by that is, in Starfield, you go to a planet that has no atmosphere, but then you'll walk to a location that has wind turbines set up. And if you don't have a fucking atmosphere, you cannot have a wind turbine, okay? Because there's not going to be any fucking wind. And it's shit like that. that. Yeah, it's shit like that in Starfield where I'm like, you guys fucked it up. <laughs> um, anyway, that's, that's yeah. That was one of the things, because Starfield has the same exact wind turbines in the in the game, but they put it in spots that don't have fucking wind and it still works. You can, you can build an outpost in Starfield on a planet that has no atmosphere and you can put a wind turbine there and it'll still generate power for you. Like it has no consideration for that kind of shit. So anyway, that shit looks awesome. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they put that out to show where the money is going and what they've been doing over the past X amount of years. Yeah, same. I can't wait to see, like, what comes next with this project, dude. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and some new trailers and videos. We got Dragon's Dogma 2 got a release date trailer. It's dropping March 22nd. This game looks dope. Uh, yeah. looks so good. So good, dude. Yeah. It just looks like Dragon's Dogma 1, but, like, more. And I'm, that's all I wanted. Because, like, Dragon's Dogma is such a great, flawed game. Like, the first thing I thought when I beat Dragon's Dogma was, like, this game was incredible, but a sequel that fixes all the stuff I didn't like about it would be just next level. Like, yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2 is doing that. I probably would have liked, you know, some real, actual multiplayer. Yeah. But, um... You know the the pawn system. It's 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 fine as as long as they've enhanced it a little bit. Um, I've not. I've been trying to avoid stuff on this game, so uh, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what all it's gonna have aside from just being another a new Dragon's Dogma. So it's but, got reworked classes. Some of the class, the new classes they introduced look fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot here. I don't want to spoil, but like I saw one video of it and I was like, Ooh, this is cool. Yeah. This I saw, cool. I saw the first like teaser, like the first video they put out showing some of this stuff. Um, and yeah, it looks fucking dope. It looks dope. So yeah, March. Yeah, it looks awesome. I can't wait. I'm going to pick it up when it comes out for sure. Um, yeah, March 22nd, everybody mark your calendars. Uh, Tribes 3 Rivals. This is uh, courtesy of Hamtaro. He put this in the uh... in the Discord, <laughs> which you can go to by going to gameverse.com slash Discord. And yeah, this looks cool. I don't talk about Tribes enough, but Tribes, I've, I've spent a lot of time with Tribes. Tribes 1 specifically, back when it was Star Siege Tribes. Yeah. And... Um, I was very bad at the game. It's a very uh, movement-based game, which, which they're showing in this trailer. It's a, a skating was the thing, is using your momentum. You get a jetpack, so the, the movement is you skate down the downhills and then use your jetpack to launch up hills, and you get a lot of, like, airtime. You can kind of just fly the fuck around, and, like, that's the movement. And a lot of it is leading your shots, trying to tag motherfuckers like in midair, but like leading your shots based on their momentum. And it's just a fun ass fucking game. Now, yeah, when I was dope, dude. like, <laughs> this looks like the funnest game I'm going to suck at. Like... <laughs> when I when I played this game, I was very bad at it. I didn't understand the movement. So I would I would usually just play like support, which like you can um you can like build turrets and shit you could like build turrets and and repair turrets and shit like that you can like sneak into the enemy base and destroy their shit so they couldn't like respawn and shit so i always be that guy i always be like the fucker upper <laughs> where i was just like up. yeah i was just like sneak into the enemy base and just fuck their shit up which is a which is a good that's a useful position to play you know uh because like you the know flashiest 
but it's yeah you know you don't get a lot of you don't get a lot of credit but you know you're still you're still doing your part and yeah this is uh tribes three so i from what i understand this is from the guys that made tribes ascend which did not people enjoyed but it didn't do too hot you know it wasn't it didn't set the world on fire and i think this is under high res it's under high res studios i think um it is from uh, i forget who exactly is is building this but i think it's some of the guys that worked on tribe ascend um and it's under high res which doesn't set a lot of enthusiasm in people because i don't know i guess they did <laughs> shut down high res i think once smite took off they kind of were like okay well fuck everything else smite is the new hotness right now and kind of just they just dropped everything else so i'm not sure where this fits in the landscape of uh of high res putting a lot of effort into it and also just people caring about the it's a very niche type of game like this type yeah. of shooter um but fucking tribes had its fans you know what i'm saying i was i was one of them uh it always seemed like something i'd be interested in but i never gave it a shot yeah but yeah this i want to try like i said this looks like the funnest game i'm gonna suck at i know i'm gonna suck at this game but i'm gonna have a fun time sucking at it this yeah game. i mean if you suck you know you always just be a fucker up here like like i was and that's the movement alone looks so cool i love games that have like really cool movement that like that's more than just holding forward on the keyboard or on your controller. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not terribly like when it comes to movement, it's not terribly skill based. Like it's just using momentum of the, uh, the hills and shit to just skate around. And, you know, it's not like, it's not like something like Titanfall two, where there's like fucking, there's like bunny hopping and, uh, all this hidden tech. yeah all this hidden tech that you, you, it's just like if you didn't like study it you would never know how to fucking do it um and everyone's doing that shit if you're not doing it you're not going to be competitive at all but with this it's like it's very simple just using your momentum to just skate around and jetpack around um even simple things like bunny hopping is enough to like as long as I'm just not holding forward, like as long as I'm not just holding W on my keyboard, I'm I'm happy. Like Yeah. Um So this looks fun. This looks really cool. And like yeah. I said, this is gonna be a really fun game. I'm gonna suck ass at, but you I'm can um you can sign up. They're doing sign ups for like an early like testing thing for this, so I if might check really... that out when I have time. Yeah. This looks cool. Uh, and a game we haven't heard about in a while. Like, we have some history with this game on the channel. It's one of the first games like we talked about in the podcast, yeah. like way back when we started it. Uh, Let It Die got a major 4.0 update. Um, it's adding what they call the the Neo DoD area. It's this like Uber dungeon based on one of the weapon manufacturers in the game, and it's basically just remixed content, harder content with better chance for better loot and they're promising more to come out later based on the other like brands in the game yeah which is interesting concept interesting concept here yeah you get like bonuses you get bonuses for wearing using that equipment yeah you get like significant buffs so i i am surprised that they're still working on this yeah. Because remember they launched that battle royale death verse, and then shut it down. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, that's you know, we're not gonna hear from this for a while. But for them to go back to this and uh, make a significant update like that, and still c- continue to promise more updates, is crazy. Yeah. I might reinstall it actually, to be honest with you. Like it's on it's Steam. It's a fun now, game. So. But uh, you know, it's like one of those pay to win. <laughs> it's like the monetization in the game is fucking shitty. And that was the problem. Yeah. Yeah, the core of it is like, hey, here's monetization to like skip parts of the game, basically. Yeah. Or not even just skip, it was like to just make it easier. Yeah, more convenient. Yeah. It's like, oh, you could just like fight up all these floors again and find your body 
where you can upgrade to like a premium pass and you get your body back for free or you get your body back immediately yeah so yeah there's 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 parts of the game that are built to be annoying so you put money into it to avoid doing it but yeah but... the game is playable without putting money into it just very time consuming it's an absolutely it's solid game it's it's yeah. it's it's one it's like genshin impact where you can tell they put a lot of effort and time and and people cared about the thing we're making here for a free-to-play game it's like better than you could imagine so i i don't yeah. blame them for trying to make their money because you can tell a lot of money went into it i mean fuck they licensed an entire original soundtrack yeah. from like all these japanese artists and it's like just made for the fucking game and it's fucking good fucking music it's like great music. music yeah and like you velvet can tell punch, i still listen to velvet punch just let it die like that's yeah that was like one of the big tracks of the game i still listen to it like yeah every song later. every song is called let it die <laughs> by just a bunch of different bands and artists but fucking uh good yeah it's like you know they you can tell they put money into the game so like i i'm not totally against giving money to if the product is good i'm not against giving money to them but it's just in the way they do it is just very um predatory i guess where it's just straight up pay to win it's just yeah it's like that kind of shit where i just don't really i'm not they into have a subscription service and i think like that might be the best bang for your buck just get into the subscription service become yeah. a premium member yeah so you're not like getting nickel and dimed all the time because a premium subscription gives you a lot of shit. It gives you like when you log in daily, it gives you like that special like currency the game uses, like the currency you have to pay money for. It just gives it to you for free every day. You have that subscription. It lets you use like the special elevator to like skip floors you've already finished if you yeah. die. It gives you a corpse retrieval service. It's like the best bang for your buck isn't to just like nickel and dime give you a couple dollars here a couple dollars there it's like just stick to the subscription and use that to play the game i think yeah but yeah it's a lot to ask from people but i think it might be worth it honestly because the game's like good I, I wish they would just release like oh here's like a paid version of it you just pay like 50 bucks 60 bucks and you have the game but it's gonna take so much work to just refine it <laughs> to yeah. work like that so yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Kudos. They build these games to yeah. take advantage of the monetization. Yeah, so kudos to them for sticking with it. Like I said, they're promising more updates later, so yeah, go check it out. I, I know I will. I'll probably just download it on Steam, to be honest with you, and give it a shot again. Yeah. I, I liked it when I played it all those years ago. Yeah, that's the thing. I have to start over. It's been, you know, you put so much time into these types of games, and then it launches on the platform you actually want to play it on, and it's like... Okay, I'll start over now. I'll start over. <laughs> this game came out December 2016, like super early. Like, yeah. Again, like early, for those who've been with the podcast this whole time, it's like one of the first things we covered in the podcast. Like, yeah, it was like our first, one of our first quick looks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, go check it out. I'll, I'll probably end up re downloading it on Steam now just to give it another try because it was a fun game. Yeah. Um, Getting into some game releases. I'm not gonna hit on everything, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bio Mutant. That's on coming out on Switch November 30th. No fucking clue why. Like, <laughs> that game. It's a good game. Back. It's a fun game. I've been meaning to go back to this because they did go back. Okay, well the the reviews on Steam are still mixed, so I guess they didn't. They they did go back and update a significant portion of this game to kind of tackle some of the issues that people were having. I they revamped a lot of it from what I understand, yeah. but I guess I guess it wasn't enough. It's still mixed on Steam, so I played it on PS4 when it was on a uh, PlayStation Plus forever ago. Yeah, and I liked it. I liked what I was playing through. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be. It's very like kind of repetitive, and it's not. It's not totally thought out. Like you could tell how shallow the game is once you play through for a couple hours, but it is like a yeah. fun, interesting experience. And my biggest problem was the performance. Even on my PS4 Pro, it like it ran at like 30 FPS, which is like ooh, kind of ugly to look at for an action <laughs> game. And I can't imagine what performance is like on Switch. Like, yeah. Well, thank you. Um, so we'll see like what people say about the Switch version. It came out, comes out today, so we'll see what the reviews start saying about it. Um, 
that's all I cared about really coming out like November 30th. Tevi, uh, Tevi, I played Tevi on yeah. the demo derby, the last demo derby I played Tevi. Yeah. It's a bullet hell Metroidvania, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's Japanese as fuck. I think they brought in a lot of Japanese voice acting talent, um, ones that are very familiar in anime and shit. Um, they brought in a lot of people that you would know if you listen to if you do anime in Japanese. I don't, so I don't know a lot of these voices. But the game itself is a lot of fun. So okay, well there you go, everybody. Yeah, those are the two games: Bio Mutant and Tevi are the only games we talked about releasing today. Um, <laughs> December first has some pretty pretty big games coming out. Uh, yeah. Batman Arkham Trilogy is coming on Switch for the first time December first, so that'll be cool to see. I wonder how those games perform on Switch. Like, yeah. Um, Dragon Quest Monsters: The Dark Prince is dropping on Switch uh, December first as well, and Steam World Build is coming out on everything December first. So check that out. Uh, December fifth, um, Kingpin Reloaded looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Dreamlight Valley is coming out of early access. Yep. Which people forget that that game was an was early, early access. access I think. Yeah. It was supposed to be a free-to-play game, but then at some point they were like, no, we're going to charge for this and just make it a game. Which, which I prefer, honestly. Yeah, I like, prefer that. So um, it's 30 bucks. Yeah, so it's not even an expensive game. Yeah. And I've, I've heard it's pretty good. Like, people who like these types of, like, Stardew Valley type of games, you know, Harvest yeah. types of games, people like it. So yeah, 30 bucks, I mean, it's not... A tall ask, $30 for a good game. You know, like, so go check it out for sure. 30 bucks, yeah, go check it out. But yeah, that's going to do it for the show, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for listening. Everybody for commenting. Yeah. I love doing this shit. It's fun. Like, I've had a stacked day today. I was going to be up. I've been up since like 3, like 3.45 in the morning. And I have another stack rest of my day. And this is like the biggest, one of the big things I'm looking forward to, even though. So, yeah. Like, I love doing this shit. And thank you, everybody, for coming in, saying hi, commenting, subscribing. Sabi, man, tell the people they can find us. Oh, boy, guys, go to, uh, go to gameoverse.com, gameoverse.com slash Twitch, gameoverse.com slash YouTube, gameoverse.com slash Discord where all the cool people hang out if you ain't in there well you ain't cool so (laughs) hop in there hang out with us chat with us talk to us play video games with us i'm gonna be playing that suicide squad has an alpha test going on so i'm gonna be playing that uh won't be able to talk about it publicly at (laughs) least so uh yeah i'm gonna play that and uh yeah i'm gonna have some fun with that so that's gonna do it yeah everybody be cool be safe be acting to each other and we'll see you all next time